Right, so we begin with the Mishnah on uh, 29a, uh, on Chavtet, Amur Aleph, and we start off uh, with the following. We've been dealing up until now with Kinyanim and uh, different types of acquisitions that you make, and now we seem to move off into a totally different area. Uh, and, and really what's going to be the next uh, few daf until the end of the, of the chapter are, have got a lot to do with, with uh, seemingly other topics as well. However, the Pnei Yeshua uh, comes along and says, listen, uh, that uh, even though these... Uh, well, let's actually just say the Mishnah first and then say what the Pnei Yeshua says. Uh, with regard to uh, mitzvot of a son uh, in terms of his father, we'll explain what that phrase means. Anashim. Uh, uh, men uh, have to do them, they're obligated to, to do them, and women are exempt uh, from doing them uh, as well. And now what we say, uh, and with regard to uh, the, the mitzvahs of a father uh, and a son, uh, so with the, the mitzvot of a father, uh, in terms of his son, both men and women uh, have to do them. So the Gemara would explain uh, exactly what that means. We call mitzvot asay. Okay, so here is a principle that comes up uh, not only in Shas and everyday life uh, as well. Uh, any time-bound mitzvahs uh, that, uh, that, that have to be performed, men have to do time-bound mitzvahs, uh, and women are exempt uh, from doing time-bound mitzvahs, mitzvot. Okay, that is... Uh, uh, you know, a, a line that we use, as we said, all the time. However, and uh, any mitzvah uh, that is not time dependent, uh, both men and women uh, have to perform uh, those mitzvot. Right, and of course, mitzvot, Lord has say, and with regard to any negative commandments, bain shazman grama, bain shulazman grama. Doesn't make a difference if the negative commandment is time based or not time based. Then echad anashim vechad nashim chayvin. Uh, that uh, both men and women uh, uh, have, to, have to do them. So any negative commandment uh, a woman is not allowed uh, to do, except uh, we're going to have three exceptions uh, of chutz, uh, men bal takif, except for uh, uh, rounding your head, uh, don't destroying the corners of your beard. Obviously, uh, that doesn't apply to women. Val uh, as well, uh, and also val uh, um Talking about, uh, round, you know, do not round the corners of your head, do not destroy your beard. Uh, obviously, that doesn't apply to women. And also, Val Tatame Lamaitam. And if a woman is a Kohen uh, or a Bat Kohen, uh, then uh, she is allowed to become impure uh, to uh, dead people. That's, uh, there's no law of, uh, of a woman holding herself back uh, uh, from, from Tumah, uh, Tumat Mate, and uh, uh, that we'll explore, uh, you know, what the difference uh, with that is. Okay, so uh, so that is, uh, you know, that that is that. So now, um, the, so, so you know, what is the connection uh, between this and uh, the other, uh, the, the, all the other things that we had before? And uh, you know, one suggestion is that after you discuss the difference with just yesterday's Mishnah, I uh, was talking about uh, the, the, the the treasury, the temple treasury, and private property. Uh, you say, listen, uh, here is between uh, men and women. You know, that's uh, now the difference is between uh, men and women, uh, and that's uh, and that's the red. And then the other uh, understanding is uh, that uh, you know maybe the, one of the things that the father has to do is make 
Maisha uh, that he gets married. As we're going to see, that's one of the uh, things that the Brat is going to bring up now. And uh, that's the Ritva uh, and the Pnei Yoshua. Uh, very interestingly enough, he says, listen, uh, with regard to how you acquire uh, things in the world, uh, he says, uh, you know, with, uh, with you know, slaves and, and maidservants and, and animals and all stuff like that. Uh, the question is, you know, uh, how uh, do you acquire the world to come? Uh, and that is uh, that's through mitzvot, as we're going to see uh, the next, uh, you know, uh, all the all the mitzvot uh, that we do, uh, and culminating uh, at the end of the peric with, uh, you know, uh, uh, it discusses starts discussing olam uh, Abah and also all famous uh, gemorahs over there. Right, not that this isn't uh, famous; is pretty famous as well. Uh, my, all right. So now the gemorah just asks, what the phrase mean? Uh, my, kora mitzvot haben halav. What do you mean the mitzvot of a son uh, in terms? of his father. Do you think that uh, if it is a mitzvot uh, that a son has to do uh, for his father, for example, like uh, honoring him and that woman uh, would be exempt from that? Uh, we have a uh, following bra that says ish, uh, when it says uh, talking about a man, ish tira, you know, imo, vaviv, sorry, a man should fear his father and his mother. It's a pasuk in uh, Kudoshim, and it, it talks about Vatanya um, Ish. You might think maybe only a man has to uh, honor his uh, father and mother, but then it, it carries on. Minan, how do you know that a woman uh, would be? Uh, you know, has to do it as well. So it says, uh, a man should fear. Uh, is plural. Uh, so it means a man should fear his mother and his father. Uh, and it says, which is a plural form. Uh, that means that there are two uh, people that he's got to uh, uh, honor, uh, both a, a mother as well as a father. So Rabbi Huda says about that. So uh, he says, those are what it's talking about uh, any mitzvahs of a father of a son uh, that the father has to do for the son okay uh, that is what uh, that's it falls on the father uh, to do for his son uh, in that situation uh, men have to do them and women are exempt uh, from doing them okay that is uh, what we are talking about uh, and that now the Gomorrah uh, lists uh, uh, those things and Tanina Lahai the Tanrabanan and because you've you've mentioned that uh, we we have uh, the following uh, discussion what is the the uh, the uh, brata that expands uh, on this have Okay, the first thing that a father has to do for his son uh, is make sure that, uh, or to give him a brit milah, okay, a lifted door, and he has to uh, redeem him uh, if he's, uh, you know, not, uh, he's just a Israel as opposed to a Kohen or a Levi, he has to go along and redeem him. He also has to be a natural birth, etc. So he has to redeem him uh, after 30 days, Pijun Aben, Lamdo Torah, and he has to teach him Torah. Lasio Isha, he also has to. Um, uh, ensure that he gets married. And you have to come along and uh, um, uh, uh, teach him. So you have to not only teach him uh, Torah and find him a wife, but you also have to teach him a trade, okay, so that he can go out and, uh, and work. And that is, uh, you know, teach him a trade, uh, and that's it. So now, the, you know, so there's some. 
that uh, you know that, that's uh, that's uh, that's that's uh, maybe also in, in in those days also women wouldn't have to teach their, their son a trade. Maybe it's uh, demeaning uh, for the woman to do it. Maybe women didn't work as much. Anyway, uh, that's it. Anyway, Vyashumrim, there are other understandings. Af lashitor b'mayim also to teach him uh, to swim. Okay, you have to make sure that the son can swim. And this also also uh, could be taken allegorically as well. You have to teach him how to swim. In other words, how to how to deal uh, with uh, the Yetzirah uh, and, and all stuff like that. You have to teach him how to fend in life. So it's, you know, in case he... Uh, also a simple meaning that you have to teach him to swim in case, uh, you know, he needs it uh, one day in order to save his life. So all things uh, that ensure his life and livelihood, uh, you have to teach him. Rabbi Huda, my Rabbi Huda says, call Shainamalamayt et v'no umanot. If you don't teach your son uh, a profession, a trade, malamdo, listot. It's, uh, you've taught him how to be a bandit. Okay, and uh, that's it. He's going to t- you teach him how to be a thief. Listot, uh, uh, what do you mean? Uh, you haven't taught him anything. What do you mean you've taught him how to be a bandit? And uh, it says, no, ela, keilu, malamdo, listot. If you don't teach your son uh, a profession, uh, then what's going to happen? How's he ever going to uh, know uh, how, to, how to work? And eventually, he could resort uh, to stealing from people in order to uh, uh, make a living. All right, so now, lamolo uh, menain. How do you know uh, that uh, you have to uh, circumcise your son? Uh, Dictive, uh, famous, uh, you know, uh, source as well. Vermol Avram et Yitzchak Beno. Avram circumcised Yitzchak. That that Avram does that. Vahecha dro mahale avua. Uh, so it's quite interesting over here that uh, we, we say that even though Avram did it, uh, you know, that uh, we, we carry on doing it. But uh, Ramam's got a famous view: uh, is that uh, it says, you know, even though uh, our forefathers were commanded uh, to do something, uh, doesn't mean that we have to do it uh, as well. It was only because of the uh, of the covenant on Har Sinai uh, that we have to do it uh, uh, now these days. Anyway, so just it quoted. Uh, that, but now, um, uh, you know, it does quote, you know, it, it does say, uh, you know, uh, other places as, as well in Pasha, the beginning of Pasha Tasuya, uh, that you also have to give your son a writ milah, but it's quite interesting that it doesn't quote it here uh, as the source. Anyway, that's, uh, that's just a, a, an aside. Uh, so going back to our question, Heika, the law, Mahalai Avua, what happens uh, if, this, if the father uh, didn't do it, either negligently or else uh, he wasn't around at the time? Okay, Mechaive, Beidina, Le Mahalai, uh, how do you know that the Beitin has to get involved to ensure uh, that he has to have a Brit? Okay, uh, that's it. The, 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 the mitzvah falls on the community uh, to do so, and the Beitin ensures uh, that the son has a Brit. Okay, Dictiv, Himol Lachem, Kol Zachar, Himol Lachem, it says that uh, you should uh, make sure that you know, every male is done. So, Lachem uh, means uh, like a community wide uh, mitzvah to do. Vechador, Mahalai, Beitin. What happens uh, if the Bait in uh, didn't uh, do this either. Mechaveh iu lemol nafshay. He has to come along and circumcise himself uh, when he realizes what's happened. You know, it could happen uh, that uh, a person uh, goes along, and uh, maybe it could be a, a mixed marriage and a, a non-Jewish father, and the son gets born. Uh, it takes his, uh, takes a Jewish mother away somewhere, and uh, you know has a uh, you know has a child from her uh, somewhere out there, and the son, you know, no, no one realizes. 
that the son, the mother obviously didn't care too much, uh, married out, etc. And therefore, uh, the son is born. And then uh, what happens at a point in time where he finds out uh, that he is Jewish and no one else knew uh, about this child, uh, etc. So therefore, he has to come along and uh, give himself a Brit Milah once he becomes, uh, he has to ensure that he himself uh, becomes uh, circumcised. It is, uh, after all, uh, one of the mitzvot that you get courage for uh, if you uh, don't um, uh, do it. Uh, that's it. Uh, one of the only two positive mitzvot, that and, and the Korban Pesach, uh, which is also like the a, a communal covenant uh, with Hashem, the Korban Pesach. Uh, so that, the, those two uh, mitzvot are, are uh, even though they're positive-based commandments, uh, get karet. The question is, when you get karet, you know, it, it's, uh, it could mean that if you do it every day after 13, you know, that it's like hanging there. And, uh, you know, but only once you pass away, you could get karet. That is one uh, opinion. Anyway, uh, going back to what we had, so he has to circumcise himself, uh, himself, how do you know that? Okay, uh, the uncircumcised male uh, who isn't circumcised, uh, that soul uh, should be cut off. As we see here, uh, you get carried if you aren't uh, circumcised. Okay, and it says, uh, but uh, you know, after all this thing, the, the wife, uh, the mother uh, in this situation uh, does not have to uh, do the, the Brit Milah. The mother is not obligated uh, to circumcise her son. Not that she, she can't. Uh, the famous story in the Gomorrah uh, that, uh, that, that Zipporah uh, came along and circumcised Moshe uh, in Parshat Shemot. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, that, that's that. It's, you know, so in, in theory, old discussion whether a woman can uh, or can't uh, do it you know that's it a woman is not obligated uh, to uh, you know to uh, to circumcise her son uh, brought you know uh, in the Shulchan Aruch anyway Dekhtiv Kashe Tiva Oto Elohim as Hashem commanded uh, Avram circumcised his son as Hashem commanded him Oto Volota him but not her alright Ashkachan Miyad Lodorot Minalan and how do you know uh, as we have uh, this uh, uh, the, the, uh, we, we know that this all applied to Avram because all of these verses, as we said, uh, was with, uh, with Avram. Uh, minalan. Uh, and how do you know uh, that this halakha also applies uh, to all generations? Tana Devei Rabbi Shmuel, we've taught in the school of Rabbi Shmuel. Whenever it says command, uh, as in, in that form, tav, uh, it, it means uh, to, to um, make sure that you do it uh, with alacrity and also it commands you uh, for future generations now as well uh, as future generations. So, addictive, v'tzav, et yoshua, v'skayv, I'm so, right? And uh, command, how do you know? Uh, that command means that you have to do it uh, and, uh, and you have to do it, uh, uh, you know, uh, fast. And then uh, this is at the beginning of, uh, of uh, Parshat uh, Bamidbar. I mean, not by midbar, Devarim. It says you should uh, command Yeshua, uh, make give him chizuk, uh, and, and, and encourage him and strengthen him. And it says from the day that Hashem commanded uh, and future uh, throughout generations as well. Whenever it says commandment, it means now. Uh, do it now and also in future generations. Right, lift uh, and it says that you're obligated to redeem. 
redeem your son. Minalan, we had you know that's exiv. Koba koba necha tifte says all the firstborns of your sons uh, you have to dream. Vehecha zero parka avua. And uh, in, when the father doesn't redeem him, uh, it says you, he has to go along and redeem himself. Uh, how do you know that? Uh, it says you should surely redeem. A double expression uh, of, uh, uh, you know, uh, redeeming. In other words, uh, he has to be redeemed in any case, uh, even though uh, the father uh, would not uh, do such a thing. Have you... Milalan Demifrike and and uh, he sorry uh, how do you know that a mother uh, is not commanded to redeem her son? Dictive tifte tifte there is uh, you should redeem uh, and it says tipade uh, you should be redeemed tipade uh, so you know tifte uh, which you know without vowels uh, can be read uh, can be read as tipade uh, so what what that means it uh, means should be redeemed in other words. Words, uh, any person, i.e. a male, who's got uh, the obligation to redeem himself, um, then he's got the mitzvah. Uh, once he's got the mitzvah upon himself, uh, he can do it for others. Of course, I know, and anyone who's not uh, commanded to do it for himself, and then he doesn't have to do it uh, for other people either. Uh, and the Gemara says, okay, well, that's great, so th- that's good, but e minalan de michaiva nemifrak nafshay. How do you know uh, that the mother uh, wouldn't have to redeem uh, the, this child herself? Dictive, tifde, tipade, right? That's it, tifde, which you could also read as tipade, which means you shall be redeemed. Call sheachari mutsuvin, liftot, mutsuva, liftot, etatmo. Uh, any person who other people have to redeem, I, the, the boys, uh, is commanded to redeem himself. However, uh, anyone uh, who is not commanded to redeem uh, themselves, then they don't have to redeem. Uh, if you're not commanded to redeem others, uh, you don't have to redeem yourself. So that is talking about you know, the woman uh, doesn't have to redeem herself, uh, so therefore uh, she doesn't have to redeem others, uh, herself or others. Okay? And how do you know that others aren't commanded to redeem a daughter? Uh, it says, All the firstborns of your sons uh, you should redeem. Uh, your sons, but not your daughters, and that's how you learn uh, that. Okay, Tanu Rabbanan. Uh, so now, what happens in the case of this uh, uh, of a brata, where it says uh, we have uh, the following situation, where you have these mitzvahs uh, in conflict with each other? Who liftot? Uvno liftot. What happens if your firstborn son you didn't redeem him? You meant to redeem him at thirty days, and uh, and and. Uh, uh, but, but he didn't get redeemed and now he himself has a firstborn son so now he's got a choice uh, you know, whether to redeem himself or to redeem himself so which takes precedence who could him live nor he becomes uh, he takes precedence over his son uh, however uh, uh, you know and um, in other words uh, obviously you should do both uh, but if you only got enough money uh, for uh, your, your, uh, the one uh, then you redeem yourself uh, Rabbi Hudama Rabbi Huda says Beno uh, no uh, your son uh, takes precedence over you okay Sheze uh, why what's his reason uh, she says because Sheze Mitzvah Toh Alaviv Vizeh Mitzvah Toh Beno Alav 
because with regard to, to the father, the mitzvah uh, is upon his father, okay, and because your father, uh, his father didn't do it, uh, well, that's, uh, he should have done it, but he didn't do it. However, uh, the mitzvah falls uh, upon uh, the father to redeem, to redeem his son, and therefore the mitzvahs are new. So that is Rabbi Yehuda's uh, view. Uh, and that, that is that. So even though they seem to be arguing, uh, you know, uh, fundamentally, and, uh, and, and, and that's it. So uh, why, how do you explain that? So Amr Akumodim, Rav Yumiya says, uh, everyone agrees. Uh, it says, any time where there's only five Salem available, in other words, you've only got enough money to redeem uh, one of them, who called him Lebanon? Uh, he, he takes uh, precedence over his son. Uh, why is that? My time. Mitzvah Dugufo Adifa. The mitzvah uh, on himself uh, is greater. Your own mitzvah uh, is greater uh, than that. Uh, of do, doing mitzvahs on behalf of others. Ki uh, pligi, when is the argument? Hecha, de'ika chamesh mushubadim v'chonesh b'nei chorin. It's where uh, there are uh, five salim, uh, where you know, the, there's uh, property uh, that has been sold uh, to other people, but it could be claimed uh, by a creditor. Okay, and there's five salim, uh, which is uh, from an uh, and unsold property. Uh, and what is it talking about? Rabbi Huda Savar, what does Rabbi Huda hold? It says that uh, a loan that is written in the Torah, i.e. Uh, something that's written in the Torah and it applies uh, by the Torah, is considered as if it's written in a document already. Uh, Damia, right? We had this a little bit before uh, as well uh, and a few, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. Bahani, uh, and uh, yeah, it's like written, because it's written that you have to redeem your son, it's like written uh, in a document. Just to just explain that a bit more, any, any um, loan that is written in the Torah, any, because the, the, the mitzvah of, of taking five salem and uh, redeeming the firstborn is uh, written in the Torah, uh, it's considered if it is really documented. So uh, according to Rabbi Yudah, he says a loan that is written in the Torah is if it is written in a document, uh, even though it's not a formal document, but it's written in the Torah. So it's if it's written in a document, and as a result, and therefore, and therefore, what you are allowed to do so that, that you can uh, redeem uh, with your own money, you redeem yourself, uh, but not that for your son, because uh, the sale of the property occurred uh, before. Uh, the, the, the birth of uh, the firstborn. Okay, and therefore, as a result, as a coin, the tariff, and therefore, uh, what you do is you, with the five salam, uh, on you know, the, the free money, uh, you redeem uh, your, your son, and then the coin goes along and, uh, re- and takes back uh, land worth five seller that is uh, leaned uh, for his, his own redemption, and that is how you do uh, that, and that's how uh, you do it. However, Rabbanan Savra, the rabbis hold, listen, um, you can't say that even you know something is written in the Torah as if it is written in a formal document. Therefore, uh, you are left with only five salam. You can't go along and claim it back from anyone. Uh, and therefore, as a result, therefore it's, it's a simple choice between you and your son. Uh, your body uh, takes precedence over that of your son. Uh, next. 
um, uh, uh, difference between this and another mitzvah. Uh, if you uh, have the ability to redeem your son or to go up uh, to Jerusalem. Uh, also, it's probably, um, you know, most commentaries explain that there's also you have to make a choice uh, between uh, the two of you. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you either have enough money to go up to Jerusalem or you have enough money to redeem your son. Uh, or it could also be, you know, what, uh, uh, which, is, which is first. Okay, you have to do which uh, uh, mitzvah is, uh, uh, which mitzvah to do first. Okay, obviously, um, uh, you know, that, uh, that is that. All right, so now, uh, t- uh, what is the question? Uh, you, there are a lot of regals. So basically, lift out it, but over a lot of to go up. Uh, to Jerusalem uh, on uh, for Aliyah Laregel, uh, one of the Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot, or to redeem your son. Uh, the, the, this, uh, you, what you have to do, put it uh, So uh, first you redeem your son, and then you go up to Jerusalem. Uh, and if you would have to choose one, so then redeeming your son would come first. Rabbi uh, no, Go up uh, to Jerusalem. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, you come and redeem your son. Shazor mitzvah mitzvah Going up to Jerusalem uh, is a mitzvah that will pass you by. Uh, because uh, the, the, the time passes and, and firstborn son uh, even though you meant to do it on the 30th day I think we do it on the 31st day uh, to cover all different opinions uh, as to if, if it needs a full 30 days etc so, uh, but that, uh, it's from that day onwards even though there's an ideal time to do it we don't do it for example on a Shabbat uh, Yom Tov and, and, and the like so therefore uh, if you have to push it off a day or two uh, or in this case uh, a few weeks or two uh, then what you can do is you have to that, that it doesn't pass uh, you've still got the obligation to do it you can understand according to Rabbi Huda because Rabbi Huda uh, says uh, that uh, he gives his reason because uh, he says it's passing mitzvah versus a mitzvah uh, that is uh, will they be there uh, for, for a while until it's actually done what is the reason of the rabbis who uh, said that no uh, redeeming your son comes first and the rabbis use a verse Damakra, the verse says uh, the, the verse it's in Pasha um, Kitisa it says all the firstborn of your son, sons you have to redeem and then afterwards in the same verse it says uh, you should not uh, appear in front of me uh, empty handed without any korbanot that is talking about Aliyah Laregel uh, so first you have Pidjon Aben and then afterwards you have Aliyah Laregel so you learn it out from a verse alright so now Tanur Rabbanan uh, the rabbis taught me now Shim Hayu Lo Chamesha Banim Bechamesha Nasim Nasim Shekhaya Vliftot Kulan how do you know that if you have five firstborn sons from five different women uh, you have to redeem them all Tamar Lomar Kol Bechor Banecha Tifteh all the firstborns of your son you have to redeem uh, the Gemara says Pshita Shulis Ovis what might you have thought and the Gemara says no Petirechem Tarechmana you might think it, uh, you know, it's obvious because uh, it depends on on the opening of the womb, and each of them opened the womb of their mothers, uh, and, uh, and the firstborn of his mother, so surely you would have to redeem all of them. Why would you think otherwise? And the Gemara says, Mada Tamer, what might you have thought? And they live before, before, and Minachla. 
you maybe learn out the, the word Bechor uh, from the Nachra. Uh, and we say Malhal and Reshit or no, uh, in, other, in other places uh, it says Reshit or no, uh, at the beginning of Pasha Kitetse, uh, it says Reshit or no, the first of his strength, uh, okay, which talks about that is uh, the Bechor of uh, the whole family, there's only one of them, uh, Af, um, uh, or the, the boy that would inherit uh, a double portion uh, gets, uh, there's only one of those Afghan uh, you might think that's the first one uh, born to his father as well as the first one born to his mother Kamashmanan. no, uh, you have to redeem all of them, uh, it's not just the firstborn of the fathers, uh, it's only the firstborn of the mothers and not the firstborn of the fathers uh, you, you, uh, you'd have to redeem all of those firstborn sons Right, uh, next bit, Lamdo uh, Torah. The father has to teach his son Torah. Minalan, where do you know that from? Uh, learning from the Shema, you have to teach it to your children. So, what happens if the father uh, didn't teach him? Uh, he has to teach himself. Right, instead of reading which is the way we read it when we say the Shema, you have to study. Uh, and, uh, and uh, the woman how do you know that she doesn't have to teach her son Torah and we have a similar derivation uh, to what we had with the Brit Milah when it says you should teach it says uh, you should study uh, as well as we just had it uh, anyone that uh, has a mitzvah to study i.e. males mitzvah Lelamaid has an obligation to teach. Uh, and then, Vakosh, Eno, Mutsuva, Lelamaid, anyone who does not have to learn, Eno, Mutsuva, Lelamaid, she also doesn't have to teach it. Uh, and the, so, you know, which leads on to the following question E, Emilan, and Roma Chaiva, Lelamaid, Lefnashe, how do you know she doesn't have to teach herself? Uh, it says, addictive, Vilimaratem, Ulimaratem, again, you should teach, which means you should study. Call, Shakari, Mutsuva, Lamato. Uh, anyone who uh, others have to, or commanded uh, to teach uh, then they have to uh, teach themselves uh, anyone who does not uh, no one has the responsibility to teach them they don't have to teach themselves and how do you know that others aren't commanded to teach a woman the verse says uh, you should teach your sons uh, you should teach your sons uh, but not your daughters now this doesn't mean that a woman does not have to learn obviously she has to understand uh, what she needs to do so and and, and that involves uh, deep you know study and and uh, and, and, and she has to know exactly what needs to be done. So on a practical level, uh, this often doesn't make much difference um, between a man and a woman, uh, what they would have to know. Uh, the question is uh, with regard to uh, sitting and, and just learning for its own sake. Uh, that is the uh, difference between uh, males and females when it comes to this mitzvah. Right, so now again, uh, a value uh, call over here or uh, uh, the precedence call. Uh, what happens you have to learn to write yourself and your son also wants to learn and also you need to um, come and uh um, yeah, the, the, you both have to, to learn. It says, "Who kodem livenor?" You have to take precedence over your son. Okay, again, maybe mitzvah. Uh, you know, it's like a, a mitzvah on your body uh, as well. So maybe that is that. Yeah, over there, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, in this 
uh, instances in Beno Zaris Mumelach Tamado Mekaimbado. If your son is very sharp and clever, and you and he and, he, and he's learning, he's going to stay with him. Beno Kudmo, uh, your son takes precedence. Kiha Drav Yaakov Bred Rav Acha by Yaakov Shedara Abua Kameda Abai. So Rav Yaakov, the son of Acha by Yaakov, the father sent him to Abai, and it says Kiata Chazini Dlo Habai Mitchadidin. When he when he came home, his father saw that he wasn't that sharp, uh, so therefore he he said, listen, Dechadidin uh, Shmata, his his learning wasn't that great. I'm alone. I'm, I'm better than you. Two of us, so you, you, you look after the house, and I will go and learn. Shema Abai, the car have a so the Rav Abai heard that Rav Achav Yaakov was coming, and it says have a Mazik by Rabbanan Abai. So there was this certain um, demon uh, in the in the Beit Midrash of Abai, and it says ki hai to la ale betrayin afilu biyamama hai mitchazaki. So and when two people would come in uh, during the day, they would harm them. Normally, demons only come at night and they only attack single people. This one was so powerful uh, that, um, uh, that it, it, it would harm people even during the day. Amalehu, lo yatev, lay anish, ushbizika, efshahu, demitrachesh, nisa, is to don't give him a place to stay over and therefore would he be forced to, to spend the night uh, in the Beit Midrash uh, and maybe a miracle will happen and he will end up killing the demon. So it would seem uh, that perhaps a miracle will occur, maybe he means he was unsure how it would work out, but uh, you know, that he was, he was kind of sure that that would happen. Uh, so he came along and again, he, obviously uh, Abai's plan came uh, to fruition, but Shahi Bay Ravanan. So he came along and he, he stayed in the in the Beit Midrash. Adame lai ketanita de shiva rashau. And he came along. The demon appeared to him like a uh, like a snake with seven heads. Ko karei de kara niar chad rasha. Every time he began, he was davening. Every time he bowed, uh, one of the demons' heads fell off. Amalu lemachar. And uh, the next day, uh, um, he, he said, "Listen." Uh, he said, "Listen, Elo, Drakash Lenisa Sakatinan. You know, if a miracle wouldn't have happened, I would have actually been in danger." Okay, so now uh, what we what we have is the following discussion: Tan Rabbanan, Lisa Isha. What happens if you have to uh, learn uh, or to marry a woman? Uh, it says, "What do you do?" Torah. What you should do is you should learn Torah first, Isha, and then afterwards you should get married. So learn first and then get married. If you if it's impossible for you to be without a wife, Isha, then you should marry first and then learn Torah. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Rav Yehuda, in the name of Shmuel, says halacha, Nusei Isha, Racha Chachli Motorah. You should first get married and then afterwards uh, do some learning. So Rav Yochanan Amar, Rav Yochanan says, Rachaim B'Tzavaro, you've got this millstone round your neck. Aviasok Motorah, how can you learn Torah? Uh, uh, in, in, you know, in this respect, so it says, "Velo uh, pligi," you know, it says, "Halal, halal, They're not arguing. It says, "This is for us and this is for them." In other words, the people in Babel and other people uh, in Eretz Israel. Okay, the people in in in. in uh, uh, Bava and Eretz Yisrael, so you know they, they, the people in Bava, they, they used to work after they got married, and therefore uh, 
getting married uh, is not the end of the Torah. But in Eretz Yisrael, the husband had to, you know, uh, um, support his family the whole time, uh, etc. And and that is why uh, you would do it that way. Okay, uh, that is a good place to stop. More about uh, marriage uh, tomorrow, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, in the meantime, everyone should have a great day.